Welcome to Red Wine Reads, a community of book lovers talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite books while pouring a glass or two of wine. I'm your host, Jenna Miller, and today is a very special day as we get to reveal the books that we are reading in May. Whether you want to read one, none, or all of the books I'm about to outline, the choice is up to you, but we hope that you will be tuning in to all of the great conversations that are happening all month long, because you won't want to miss a single one of them. Also, May is a very special month. And why is that? It's because I chose the books. Normally, my co-hosts, my lovely co-hosts, get to choose the books for me, but this month, I took it into my own hands, so these are books that have been on my TBR list for either many years or maybe just a couple of weeks, but in any case, I really wanted to read these books, so they have a very special place in my heart, so I'm very excited to jump right into all of these books. Now, everyone has different tastes, but we hope this podcast is fun to listen to, no matter how you like your books. So let me know which books you are most excited about on our Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. That's at R-W-R-E-A-D-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And stay tuned because at the end of this episode, I'm going to be revealing two very special things that are happening in the month of May at the Red Wine Reads Podcast. And you really don't want to miss it because they're very special announcements. So without further ado, let's pull some corks and get previewing. First up, we have Bel Canto by Anne Patchett. Here is the summary from Amazon. Somewhere in South America, at the home of the country's vice president, a lavish birthday party is being held in honor of the powerful businessman, Mr. Hosokawa. Roxanne Koss, opera's most revered soprano, has mesmerized the international guests with her singing. It is a perfect evening until a band of gun-wielding terrorists take the entire party hostage. But what begins as a panicked, life-threatening scenario slowly evolves into something quite different, a moment of great beauty as terrorists and hostages forge unexpected bonds and people from different continents become compatriots, intimate friends, and lovers. This book has been on my list for five years now because I got this book as a gift uh, when I interned at HarperCollins Christian Publishing in Nashville, Tennessee, and I got it from uh, one of the editors I worked under, Megan, um, and she gave it to me at the end of my internship and said, I think you would really like this book, and I like am very deliberate about what books I choose for out people, so um, this is my gift to you. And uh, Megan, I'm so sorry that it has taken me five years to get to this book, but I finally have and boy, am I excited to read it. I haven't read any of Anne Patchett's um, other books. Her most recent book that has gotten a lot of buzz was The Dutch House. I've heard really great things about the way she writes, so I'm very excited to get reading on this one. It was published in 2001, so it is quite an older book, um, and it has received a 3.9 out of 5 on Goodreads, so quite good reviews. I'm also reading it with Sierra, and this is quite a different book for Sierra. So I'm very excited to see what she thinks. Next up, we have Babel by R.F. Kuang. This is a hefty guy. <laughs> this is, a, you know, 550 plus pages, um, and it's, you know, an epic novel. So let's get into the summary. 1828, Robin Swift, orphaned by cholera in Canton, is brought to London by the mysterious Professor Lovell. There, he trains for years in Latin, ancient Greek, and Chinese, all in preparation for the day he'll enroll in Oxford University's prestigious Royal Institute of Translation, also known as Babel. 
Babel is the world's center for translation and, more importantly, magic. Silverworking, the art of manifesting the meaning lost in translation using enchanted silver bars, has made the British unparalleled in power as its knowledge serves the empire's quest for colonization. For Robin, Oxford is a utopia dedicated to the pursuit of knowledge, but knowledge obeys power, and as a Chinese boy raised in Britain, Robin realizes serving Babel means betraying his motherland. And as his studies progress, Robin finds himself caught between Babel and the shadowy Hermes Society, an organization dedicated to stopping imperial expansion when Britain pursues an unjust war with China over silver and opium. Robin must decide, can powerful institutions be changed from within, or does a revolution always require violence? Now, this book was published in 2022, received a 4.3 out of 5 on Goodreads, and uh, it was a very loved book from Book of the Month in December. The author, R.F. Kuang, actually hopped on to Book of the Month's podcast, Virtual Book Tour, to talk about her book as well as her studies because she studied at Chinese studies at Cambridge and contemporary Chinese studies at Oxford, and she is now pursuing a PhD in East Asian languages and literatures at Yale, to name a few. Oh, and did I mention that she's 26 years old? Yeah, um, quite successful for a 26-year-old. She immigrated to the U.S. from China when she was just four years old, um, and she is also the author of the very successful trilogy, the Poppy War Trilogy, and she is also uh, coming out with a new novel called Yellow Face here um, in 2023. And I read the summary for that one, you guys, and I am so excited. And also, Poppy War is on my uh, TBR list as well. It's literally on my bookshelf right now. So it's R.F. Kuang is just one of those up-and-coming writers that has really taken over the fantasy space and has written a lot of fantasy novels that star a Chinese main character and kind of talk about race and talk about race relations in this fantasy setting in such a way that I think is gaining a lot of traction. I've heard that her writing is also superb and the concept of this book really excites me. I'll be re reading this with Rebecca and Rebecca doesn't read books like this normally. The Dark Academia, I could see her liking. So uh, I'm very excited to see what she has to say about Babel because it's something completely different than what she reads. Next up is Horse by Geraldine Brooks. Here's the summary. Kentucky, 1850. An enslaved groom named Jarrett and a bayful forge a bond of understanding that will carry the horse to record-setting victories across the South. When the nation erupts in civil war, an itinerant young artist who has made his name on paintings of the racehorse takes up arms for the Union. On a perilous night, he reunites with the stallion and his groom very far from the glamour of any racetrack. New York City, 1954. Martha Jackson, a gallery owner celebrated for taking risks on edgy contemporary painters, becomes obsessed with a 19th century equestrian oil painting of mysterious provenance. Washington, D.C., 2019. Jess, a Smithsonian scientist from Australia, and Theo, a Nigerian-American art historian, find themselves unexpectedly connected through their shared interest in the horse, one studying the stallion's bones for clues to his power and endurance, the other uncovering the lost history of the unsung black horsemen who were critical to his racing success. 
Based on the remarkable true story of the record-breaking thoroughbred Lexington, Horse is, the no- Horse is a novel of art and science, love and obsession, and our unfinished reckoning with racism. Now, this book was published in 2022, lots of 2022 books in this lineup, um, and it received a 4.4 out of 5 on Goodreads, so it's uh, well-loved by a lot of these readers. I was actually uh, gifted it uh, for Christmas because my grandmother <laughs> read this for her book club, and she really enjoyed it, and she said that she thought I would too. So I'm very excited to read it. The author, Geraldine Brooks, was awarded the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction in 20, in 2006 for her novel March. She grew up in the western suburbs of Sydney, Australia, and then went on to work for the, the Wall Street Journal, uh, where she covered crises in the Middle East, Africa, and the Balkans. She and her late husband, Tony Horwitz, won the Overseas Press Club Award for Best Coverage of the Gulf War, and the following year they received a citation for excellence in their series titled War and Peace. Uh, So she was also a very successful journalist, which near and dear to my heart. I love when journalists write books because I feel like they just, they're just so in-depth. So I'm very excited to read this. I just think this book is going to surprise me because honestly, by just looking at the cover and looking um, even at the summary, I'm, I wasn't super, you know, thrilled, super excited, but after talking with many people who have read it, after reading all the reviews, I think that it's just definitely going to be one of those books that surprise me, that surprises me. So we shall see. And last but not least is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. Here's the summary from Amazon. On a bitter cold day in December of his junior year at Harvard, Sam Masur exits a subway car and sees, amid the hordes of people waiting on the platform, Sadie Green. He calls her name. For a moment, she pretends she hasn't heard him, but then she turns and a game begins, a legendary collaboration that will launch them to stardom. These friends, intimates since childhood, borrow money, beg favors, and before even graduating college, college they have created their first blockbuster, Akaigo, Ichigo. Overnight, the the world is theirs. Not even 25 years old, Sam and Sadie are brilliant, successful, and rich, but these qualities won't protect them from their own creative ambitions or the betrayals of their hearts. Spanning 30 years from Cambridge, Massachusetts to Venice Beach, California, and lands in between and far beyond. Gabrielle Zevin's Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow examines the multifarious nature of identity, disability, failure, and redemptive possibilities in play, and above all, our need to connect, to be loved, and to love. This book, once again, published in 2022. It received a 4.2 out of 5 on Goodreads, and this is the book that won Book Book of the Month's Book of the Year contest. Gabrielle Zevin is also the author of the storied life of A.J. Fickrey. Um, and then Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow was named one of the best books of the year by the New York Times, Entertainment Weekly, Time, Goodreads, Oprah Daily, just to name a few. Um, Gabrielle Zevin hopped on Book of the Month's virtual book tour podcast to talk about this book, and she really talks about wanting to write a love story about friends. So not your typical love story, but that friendship, that deep love that you feel for a friend and how that evolves over years. Gabrielle herself was a big gamer as a kid. She eventually went to Harvard and um, spent 17 years publishing books. (laughs) I think this is the book that's gained a lot of buzz and 
I think it's going to be really good. <laughs> I just feel like this is hitting all the right spots of what I love um, in a book. So I think this is just going to be one of my faves. And I'm reading it with Ella, which I feel like this is off the beaten path for what she would read as well. But I think she's going to really like it. Alrighty, we've reached the end of this podcast, but I am not finished yet because I told you I have two big announcements. First of all, first week of May, we're not having a book review podcast episode release. I know, we're sad, you're sad, but do not fret because in place of this episode, we're having a very special guest join us for a very special episode that we will be releasing on that Wednesday. Wendy, Ella's lovely mother, has joined us to talk about Daisy Jones and the Six, the TV series. Now, why did we invite lovely Wendy to talk about this with us? It's because she grew up in LA during the time that Daisy Jones and the Six is set. So she wants to put some context, wants to put some color into this TV series. And of course, Ella and I did a book review of Daisy Jones and the Six last year. So if you missed that, please, it's going to be linked in uh, the show notes, so please go listen to that. But we wanted to talk about how they did uh, converting this book into a TV show. So we're here to dissect it, we're here to pick at it, and we're here to tell you what was better in the TV show, what was better in the book, in our opinions, of course. And then Wendy will be here to just add some color, add some context to what this time actually was like living in LA, going to these concerts that they're talking about. Um, we also talk about Timothy Elephant briefly, but with a lot of passion. So you won't want to miss it. And then my second announcement is we are launching a very special thing at the Red Wine Reads podcast, and it is going to be the Red Wine Reads book club. Now, you may be saying, isn't this already a book club? Why? Yes, it is in a sense. But I'm saying a full-blown book club where we are picking a book each month to do a live book club with whoever wants to join, whoever wants to read the book and join in on the conversation with us. We are going to be hosting a live book club at the end of the month and this month we are going to be talking about tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow with Ella and myself. So if you are dying to read this book, if you are dying to talk to people who are going to be discussing this book, discussing the ins and outs, what we like, what we didn't, what we connected with, like what we do on the podcast, but we're going to do it in a live setting with a couple more voices. Um, if that interests you, then please hop onto our Instagram, DM us, tell us you want to be in, and we'll get this thing up and rolling. I am so excited to talk about books with everyone who wants to talk about books. So, we are so excited. Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok so you get all the updates and you don't miss a thing. Thank you everyone for listening. And if you like it, please go give it five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to right now. Subscribe, follow us so you get pinged every time we release an episode. If you want more book-related content, again, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. That's at R-W-R-E-A-D-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. We hope to see you there. We hope to see you on the next episode, and it's going to be a great month of reading. Until next week, keep your books open and your drink glasses full. Thanks all. <laughs>